0: Drafting the Magic features the thoughts and opinions expressed by Christian Elton, Eric Pesolano, and today's guest and do not in any way reflect the views or opinions of the Walt Disney Company or any of its subsidiaries.
1: Alright, here we go. Down to the final, last two episodes of Season 1 of Drafting the Magic. I got this thing back to within three, and then you stole one back, and now it's four. So I need to get it back down to three and hopefully down to two by the time we reach the end of the season. But really, really interesting topic today, Christian. Uh, There's none of this, oh, there's only 11 or 12 or 13 eligible items to select. We have a lot bigger of a base to draw
0: from. There is like a billion things that could go on this list. Um, We are talking about the merchandise and this fashion and the trinkets that you can get at a Disney park in today's episode. We're doing things a little bit different. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a little bit. But Eric, just when I, I don't know, even before we get to everything, when you think of merchandise at Disney, what's your go to? What's your like? Oh, man. I've got to go into the store and get this.
1: You know, this we've done, what is this episode? 19. You've never tried to pull my picks out of me before the draft until just now. All right, fine. I'm going to give you something at this
0: point in time. I figured I'd try. It is what it is. Can't blame a guy (laughs) for trying, but no, I mean, and and I was talking to to somebody about this earlier this week and they were like, Oh, what's the topic going to be? And I was like, It's something we literally haven't done, right? We said that on the last show, but it's something that you are going to do every single time you go to a Disney park or 99 times out of a hundred, you're going to walk into a store. You're going to go to a, a, you know, a place where you can actually buy something to take home. That is the point of this show.
1: Yeah. And it's, you're going to take it home. You're going to display it or you're going to wear it and, or you're going to bring it to the park again. Right. So we're going to try to figure out our guest judge and what she thinks the best five items are that every Disney park goer has to have. Um, And this is a very, this is a very tall task. I, you know, there's several different lines of thought. We're not just talking about what items we're talking about what types of items too, because you can pick an item and then whatever falls under that category may not be all that pleasing. So Lots of options on the table. And I'm I'm excited to get going. I I gotta tell you that right now because I think I have a list here that makes me feel a lot more comfortable about drafting today because I have seen all of these things in person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's that's good enough, I guess, in my mind. Well, let's get to it. And I think, Eric, we've got a really exciting guest judge with us today. We have Adriana Redding from the greatest Instagram handle I've ever heard in my entire life. bippity Bobbity broke here with Drafting the Magic. Adriana, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I am fairly new to being on podcasts, but I love podcasts now, so I'm excited.
0: We're excited, too. We're glad to have you. I, I got to ask before I even let Eric talk to you, I have to ask, where did you get the greatest Instagram and internet handle like where did that even come up where you were like i could take a disney thing and make it the coolest name ever
2: (laughs) so just like most things it wasn't in like the naming was intentional but i didn't think that other people would think it was so cool um i literally didn't know that disney instagram was a thing i just thought i was this weird person who was obsessed with disney and then i found out about instagram and that people had disney focused accounts where that was all they did and i was like oh i want to show my pictures and then it just kind of evolved like i think my name was something really generic like disney and sprinkles uh like the first two weeks of me having it and i was talking to my friend and he's like what are you gonna show and i'm like basically how i'm broke and i go to disney and he was like so you bippity boppity broke and i was like oh that's my name
1: Oh, I love when a light bulb moment shows up like that. Oh, it's, yes. always, it's always our friends, too, who have the greatest ideas. And then we go ahead and and turn them into something greater. So you talked a little bit about why uh, you wanted to to start uh, your Instagram account, and have a huge following. People love uh, what you post and all your Disney experience. I have to ask, what is the one Disney memory you have that stands out amongst all the rest? Oh,
2: I have so many. I, I don't want it to be a, 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 a sad memory, but it is like my most recent Disney memory is you do all of these things on Instagram. as uh, if, if you have a, some people want to do it for fun. Some people want to do it for fun and to sort of, sort of get to a certain point. And um, so I finally got invited to a media event and it was on the day uh, that Disney announced that they were closing for COVID. So to literally have like wake up that morning and and think that like this is going to be the best day ever. <laughs> and then like as the day progressed, like it just keeps getting worse and worse. And we were like, we got to do happily ever f after a fireworks show, like with the dessert party and like watching the fireworks and like literal sobbing. I cry any anyway, watching fireworks, but I'm like <laughs> like just makeup everywhere because I'm like I I, (laughs) like thought my life was over it is the worst and best memory of my life because within quarantine I would have never thought like that day I thought my life was over as far as my career was concerned and then just exploding during quarantine and being like the magic is still there like it's it's still a dream. I could still do this. So sorry to give you guys like the sad memory, but it was also really good.
1: I, no, I think uh, and, we, and we talked about this with, with previous guests that we've had. Uh, those of you who were posting your photos on social media during this time of quarantine, you, you were the ones who were keeping this all alive for us and making us look even more forward to it uh, once once we get back, get back to the parks. I know Florida is open here in California. We're not not quite there yet. but. Uh, without all of you, you know, we don't, we don't store a lot of photos sometimes on our, on our, (laughs) our camera reels. And we gotta, we gotta go back and look. So, so we do thank you uh, for, for posting all your photos and, and reminding us of what a wonderful time we have coming eventually when we can get back to the parks.
2: It's going to be the best party ever.
0: (laughs) Well, and I, I've even thought about that, right? Like Disney world's open, right? There's things that aren't there yet, right? Like the, the, crazy parades and fireworks and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. They've, they've been shooting off some fireworks, but it's not at all the same, right?
2: Right. It, it isn't the, it isn't the same. And um, like the, the, the little things that we enjoy are always there. So like, t- let's take example. If you can come to Florida and you're like, all right, I'm getting a hotel room. Well, there's always the option of like, do you want a Disney view? Or do you want a regular view? And at this point, I know it sounds first world, but she's like, I don't care. I can look at the parking lot because I'm not going to see no fireworks from my hotel room. Like, so it's not, it's not the all the way there.
0: Darn right. And you know what? That's bippity boppity broke. We ain't doing things when we can't see <laughs> fireworks from the window. Why the heck would I pay for that window? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, you know, the like you said though there there is magic still going on you are one of very few that will have that kind of memory so even though it is the the good and bad memory that is that's something really cool i think
2: i yeah i i do think it's a cool because like looking back i'm like wow i was there that day it sucked but i was there
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love looking at the positives all right christian we got some rules to get to about today's draft, yes?
0: Yeah, we do, and I, I still don't think I remember them. So, But um, uh, like we have mentioned, today's draft is a little bit different, and Eric, I think that is a good thing.
1: Oh yeah, it's, it's a very good thing. Today we're going to be talking about souvenirs, memorabilia, Disney fashion. What five things do you need to have a successful day? at either the Disneyland Resort or the Walt Disney World Resort. And that's why Adriana is here to decide. Let's go over these rules. The draft today is going to work a little bit different than it has in the past. Normally, there's just one overarching category. And we just go ahead and select. We put in a rule to kind of make it strategic. Today's different because, well, souvenirs, fashion, all those things. There are so many of them. How do you narrow it down? Well, I think we figured out a way how to do it the first thing is how can we put in a rule saying you had to have experienced it what is what is experiencing uh, memorabilia or or fashion well you can wear it you can hold it in your hand but does that really make a, a, a huge difference no not really so that rule out the door today everybody knows what a shirt feels like when you put it on <laughs> right like we don't need to we don't need to have that as a rule so, we're going to do a round-by-round round draft today, meaning each round will have its own category. We've never done this. We're going to try something new. Adriana, I hope you're up for this because this, this might get a little complicated, but I will be honest. We're going to keep everybody who's listening uh, in tune each round what we have to select. Our five categories today. In round one, Christian and I must take something that you can wear. In round two, we must take something that you're able to eat or drink out of. Round 3 must be a piece of memorabilia, something you would display in your home that you want everybody to see, but you know, you, you don't have to eat or drink out of it or be able to wear it. Number 4, it must be something that is practical. You must be able to use it, you know, to help you do a task, not just something you set on a shelf and stare at every day. And finally, rule number 5, it must be something that fits in your pocket. What little trinket Will you take home with you from either resort and you know, whether you carry it around with you all the time or stick it in your car, what, what, what will fit in your pocket? So I know that's a lot to remember, but round by round, we will make sure it's to remind everybody what the category is. So they're in tune uh, with everything. But before I take my first pick, I do want to check in with Adriana, make sure she's okay with the rules. Adriana, do you think those rules are okay for today?
2: That sounds really good. I'm interested to see what you guys pick for something that can fit in your pocket because I feel that's really interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that stood out to me the most also. And, you know, to, to, to provide transparency like we always do, that was Christian's idea. And I liked it. So there, we came together and, and came up with it. All right, let's go ahead. Round one of our souvenir and fashion drafting the magic episode uh, round one something you must be able to wear and if I didn't take this at number one I may be shunned for the rest of my life I'm going with the Mickey ears you have to have a pair of Mickey ears I don't care which ones you get I'm I'm more of a straightforward person give me the original go ahead and stitch my name in the back of it make sure you spell the name correctly with a K, not a C. <laughs> but I'll take, I'll take the classic at number one. Give me the Mickey ears for something you must be able to wear.
0: It's a really good pick, and I agree, I and I think Adriana can agree. If you didn't take that as the thing that you would wear as the first, I, I don't know if we could do the rest of the show. I literally have two hanging up behind me as we record this. <laughs> so, Adriana, what do you think of... The Mickey ears selection is
2: number one. Um, I hands down, you have to have Mickey ears when you go to Disney World or Disneyland to a Disney park. I even wear mine to Disney Springs, which a lot of people are like, "I don't wear ears to Disney Springs." You have to like; it's just it's <laughs> the uniform.
0: Okay, okay. See, so she she is already in your ring on this one. Um, but I, I agree, and, and you think back, and you can see the different types of Mickey ears, right? It started off as just Mickey. Um, but my, I, I will say this and this isn't really part of the draft, but I'll ask you to what your favorite pair of Mickey ears is. Eric, you said you'll stick with the traditional. Would you say that's your favorite design you've seen? Boy,
1: I, I tell you what the 60th anniversary of the, uh, of Disneyland, the, those ones, the blue with the silver ears. I, I really like those ones. Um, I think I have three pairs of those for some reason. They all are the same. But, you know, I got a bunch of them. So I,
0: I would say those ones are probably my favorite. Adriana, what do you think? I mean, you've seen you are the fashionista of this podcast today. I'll tell you that right now. What would your favorite Mickey ears design be?
2: Oh, there's so many. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the classic black Minnie Mouse ears, black sequin, red bow. Um, you just There's so many styling options. And it's the classic. So if you could only have one, those would be the ones I would pick. That's but because red and red and black is my favorite.
0: That's that's pretty good. Yeah, those are. good. I would say my favorite one. Um, I'll go a little bit less traditional. Um, I love when they are able to take Mickey ears and design them after other characters. And the Mater Mickey ears have to be one of my favorite. It has a toe hitch on the back. His teeth are hanging down the front. I think that that design was so good.
2: I really like that. I it, but when you when it does when it's wrong, it's wrong. Like that <laughs> duck's butt on your head, like the Donald Duck with the feet. I'm like, why do y'all want that duck's butt on y'all head? <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, keeping it real, and the truth has never been truer.
1: (laughs) And it can't all be winners, right? There's going to be a couple in there that are, (laughs) how did this make it through QA? I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. But no, I mean, the the Mickey ears are amazing, and um, that is a good first pick, good sir, which means I have to somehow top it, and I don't think that's possible. But I think that if you are a family that is going to Disney World or Disneyland for the very first time, you have probably once in your life gotten a T-shirt. And when you go to a Disney park, you've got to get a T-shirt because... Then you can go and show it to all your friends. If you're a kid, you can wear it to school. If your school doesn't have uniforms, that was the coolest thing in the world was going to the Disney parks, getting a t-shirt and bringing it back. Eric, what do you think?
1: I usually buy at least one t-shirt every time I go to Florida. I don't buy them as often when I'm, I'm in California, right? Because you always get that sense of, I get this whenever, whenever I'm here and then I never do, but my favorite type of T-shirt. Again, I'm a simple person. I love logos. Any T-shirt with just a logo on it, and that's it. Not too much. Um, I think the I think the last T-shirt I bought, I was out at um, the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, and it had the logo and it had Figment, and Figment is my favorite character of all time. That's it. I don't need a slogan or anything going down the sleeve. Like that's that's not my style. Just give me a logo, even if it just says Epcot on the front. Just but I like
0: it though. Got to get a t-shirt. Got to rep it while you're out there. What do you think of t-shirts, Adriana? Just a generic Disney t-shirt, right? Like, come on, you have to.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. If you're not going to get ears, you're going to have to get a a Disney t-shirt. Those are like top tier. Um, And if you put them together, wow, whole outfit. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're doing it. You're doing the first Disney trip or the classic Disney trip, right? Um, For t-shirts, I think, you know, Disney tries a lot of things. I'm gonna agree uh, with Erica. I love a real simple design. Like, I love the white t shirt with the Epcot in rainbow. Mm. Just mm-hmm. all I need in my life. Um, so, I do. I do enjoy a good classic Disney tee.
0: Well, and I think I, Christian, you have the black Epcot shirt with the with the logo on it, don't you? Yes, I do. I I told myself I was going to wear it today. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> We're fine. Um, but even the um, the, like there's ones like if you go into the world of Disney, there's just the ones that have you know Mickey, Goofy, Minnie, and Donald, and maybe Pluto's in there too. And it's got the castle, spaceship, Earth, the Tree of Life, and Tower of Terror. Now, but whatever, whichever. Icon Hollywood studios is using that week as their logo. Um, you never really know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was the mouse ears. It was the the hat. It was anyway. Um, but I just, I love that kind of thing. And I, and I think back to, as a kid, that's what I would wear to school. If I had a free dress day or something like that, or if you were in a public school, you could wear it literally every day. And that's what I would have done. Um, because I loved wearing the t shirt So that is my round one pick it was tough to go up against mickey ears but that's that's all i can do can
1: i quickly do a public service announcement for anybody traveling to really any theme park if you're going to disneyland you're going to walt disney world please do not wear a universal studio shirt or like (laughs) a knott's berry farm or a six Can can we knock that off and you know what and the reverse is true if you're at universal please don't wear a disney shirt Please rep the park you're in. That's all I'm going to say about that. And that's why we have a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. I I had to get that off my chest.
2: Oh, it bothered me. It bothered (laughs) me so much. We were in line for Mickey's Runaway Railroad. And the guy in front of me was like a Disney aficionado. He knew what he was talking about. But he had all his Ravenclaw stuff. And I was like, sir, I'm about to kick you out. Because you're doing it wrong.
1: It makes me feel so bad because, you know, he probably had great opinions and you, like you said, knew what he was talking about. And then he turns around, you see the shirt, and now he loses all credibility.
2: I'm, I'm like, I don't care if that was your only sweater, sir. You pay <laughs> wet well at to this part. It is an immersive experience and you are in the wrong world. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work that. Oh. that Or people who make, eat, like, Harry Potter ears, I'd be like,
0: oh. What you doing? People. Like, what are you doing with what? your life? Like,
2: what are you doing? Stop! Oh,
0: thanks, Etsy. This is your <laughs> fault.
2: It is it's very much Etsy's fault. Oh, but I'm goodness. glad that I'm a, I'm amongst family because that <laughs> ooh, it works me.
1: Oh, every time I was at I was at Knott's Berry Farm. They they had some tasting events before before they canceled the rest of them during the holiday season, and uh, somebody had a Universal Studios shirt on, and I'm like. Man, come on, come on, go buy a Snoopy shirt. Come on. <laughs> That's why we're as here. A,
2: as a fan of many, many fandoms, I need you to dress accordingly for where you are because <laughs> you will not see me hufflepuff down to the socks at Hollywood Studios. You just can't do that. No. No,
1: all right. That's that's uh, us off of our soapboxes.
0: This is is already one of my favorite episodes.
1: (laughs) Move on to round two before this gets out of control. All right, what's round two? You got to be able to eat or drink out of it. That's our second round. And for my pick, this is something that uh, can be an exclusive item if you're an annual pass holder. Um, the public can go out and get versions of these as well. And to be honest with you, when I I spent uh, time in my career in Fantasyland, uh, this was an item that everybody sprinted to go get at eight a.m. right when the gates opened, and everybody flooded, ran back by the Matterhorn uh, into into one of the stands right right back there to get themselves that particular popcorn bucket. You have to get the themed ones. Uh, There have been TIE Fighters. We've seen uh, the Little Green Men from from Toy Story. We've seen, uh, I think, the Casey Jr. train uh, was was one of them at one point in time. They come up with so many different design ideas. And you know what's funny is the amount of people who tell the cast members just, "I, I don't want the popcorn. Just give me the bucket. But you, can, but you can still eat out of it, and it still qualifies. Give me the popcorn bucket in round two.
2: That is my go-to. I don't need that popcorn. Please give this to this child <laughs> yeah. that, that's clearly excited about getting popcorn. I just need the bucket.
0: Oh, my goodness. See, I've never been a popcorn bucket guy just because I don't know where I'd put them. I don't have storage, but I, I would love to collect them because... I mean, even for the holidays, they've got some, like you mentioned, all the Star Wars ones that have come out and, and, you know, everything. They're such cool looking ones. I, I like the ones that there was one that looked like an old fashioned popcorn box. I thought that was super cool. Like, but then they can make them themed popcorn boxes is a very good pick.
2: Um, you
1: have a ton of shelves behind you, Christian, but build that you can put behind you. You got space, build them and get you, get you some popcorn buckets.
2: The, I am not a popcorn bucket, like collector, But I do see the allure of popcorn buckets and uh, land versus world type of thing. The one time I did go to land when they had this, um, the Millennium Falcon,
0: yeah, we kept
2: saying popcorn bucket. And when I got to land, they were like, the French fry bucket, and I was like, what are y'all talking about? And they was like, because you get French fries in it, and I was like, wait, what (laughs) (laughs) you can get. French fries in it. Came back home, they was like, "We don't do that."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes,
1: that one. Yeah, once once we realized, oh my gosh, you can put other foods in this.
0: <laughs> yeah, blow up, and the the French fry thing. That's the SoCal. Oh, yeah. You haven't been to Southern California unless you had French fries. Literally, they sell French fries everywhere. I don't know why that's a thing, but we also put them in our burritos here, which is very odd. Anyway, that's just my soapbox for the moment. All right. My (laughs) my pick on this one is actually something that and I did not change my mind on this just because I saw Adriana using one. But you have to go and get yourself a coffee mug from the Disneyland or Walt Disney World Resort. I'm drinking out of my Taste Around the World mug right now. Adriana's got her animal. Is that just the Animal Kingdom Starbucks one? Oh, my gosh.
2: Yes, that's the Animal Kingdom
0: Starbucks one. That, that has become such a crazy thing that, I mean, it's literally just a glass that you're going to drink your morning cup of joe in. But it has become... A collector's thing, and I mean, it might have been starting with that Starbucks stuff and making those, you know, limited release ones. But I walk into World of Disney, and there's an entire wall of just coffee mugs. I'm going coffee Absolutely. mugs with my. You must drink out of it. Pick
1: my my one gripe with uh, mugs, especially personalized ones. And again, like I mentioned earlier, they never have my name spelled right on them. So while well, I thought about the mugs, I left it off just for that reason.
2: Yeah, because you've never seen Eric with a K <laughs> nope. on on a mug. And you're like, I don't matter.
1: <laughs> and, and, like- <laughs> you, and You know what bugs me even more? Do you know how many things I've seen that have Erica spelled with a K? <laughs> I, I, why, why can't we just, you know, I'm not saying I've ever bought anything and scratched the A off of it. What I'm saying is, is why can't we just make a, a different version of it? <laughs> I like how this episode has now turned into me airing my grievances.
0: That's all these episodes are. Let's be honest. That's all we. That's all we do here at Drafting the Magic. But but no, and and I agree. And and if you're into the personalization ones, or I I remember um, there was an Animal Kingdom one way back when, where it, like would say a name on the inside of the mug, so when you were drinking it, you could see your name because apparently that's a cool thing. I don't know why I need to look at my name while I'm drinking coffee, but... um, Oh, in case
1: you get amped up and you
0: forget your name. Oh, yeah.
1: Caffeine run through your veins.
0: I like me some mugs. That's my go-to pick for number two.
2: I think it's a good pick. I like that.
1: All right, let's move on to round three, and I think this one might be the most difficult because there are so many things to choose from here. This one, in round three, we have to take something that is considered memorabilia, something you can put on a shelf in display in your home for everyone to see. I had a couple things written down for this. This is a much different draft than we've ever done because, you know, normally I could I can write one or two things down and be like, all right, if Christian takes this, then I'll go with this. Well, you can't do that with memorabilia. There's a billion different things. So with that being said, I am going to take something that is probably a little out in left field but has become a cultural phenomenon. Give me the Funko Pop collection all day long. I recently, now, I have not gotten uh, the Walt and Castle um, Funko Pop yet. Um, My girlfriend has, so uh, I have seen it. It is amazing. The last one I got was Harold Our our very uh, famous Abominable Snowman Friend from the Matterhorn, coupled with one of the Matterhorn bobsleds. And that right now is my most prized Funko Pop. If you can get one of these in the park, especially a park exclusive, and and you can collect a few of these things, oh, my goodness. I think they look great. They're very, very simple. Again, on brand for me, I'll take a Disney Funko Pop at
2: number three.
0: That's, that's a good pick. Adriana, what do you think?
2: Definitely think
1: that's a good pick. Okay. Oh, I'm glad we're right. in line with that. A whole shelf of them. Mine haven't quite... Uh... Oh, let me ask you this question. Because I can't see them. Are they in the box or are they out of the box?
2: I uh, don't have anything inside of the of box. Um, when I buy things, I buy them for me. I want to play with them. I want to see it. I, I never plan on selling. Uh, I don't buy things for the purpose of selling them. So they're outside of the box and I can't stand when I see people's fuckers in the box. So I'm like, you can't see all around it and the beauty of it. And what if I want to move them? And what if I want to make little seeds? And what <laughs> if like Lando needs to be hanging out with Janna, but then I want to put him over here with these stormtroopers. <laughs> like, he got to move around.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank. We're in line with the what you're supposed to wear in a park. You know, you got to be on brand there. I ain't reselling my Funko Pops. Why they gotta stay in the box? I, I was just checking. Oh
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to try to keep the boxes, but I have a tiny one bedroom apartment because I was like, eventually, maybe if, when I want to move them, I might need the boxes. But I had to throw them all away because, like, I literally just don't have space for them. So I'm like, we gonna figure it out later. <laughs>
0: and that's the I, other thing, taking up space. I am in, I am in agreement with you on the taking them out of the box thing. I will say, I only have one Funko Pop only one mm-hmm. and it, it it's just never been my thing. I'm more of a bobblehead guy, which I guess it's kind of along the same lines. But my only my only Funko Pop I have is Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. So, it is and it is glorious. But I will say and I am going to throw them under a bus for this and this is the first time I'm publicly doing so. I was in my parents' garage up getting their Christmas lights or something down. And there was a box, and I was like, "What's in this box?" And I open it up, and it is a bunch of boxed-up, mint-condition 1995 Toy Story toys. And I made a scene in the neighborhood, <laughs> saying, "They are a toy. They don't. They're not collectible." I, I did the whole. I did the whole monologue from the entire from the movie like I was like what are you doing these aren't supposed to be in a garage i I was broken-hearted I will tell you that right now so I am with you guys you have to take things out of the box let them they are child play things
2: absolutely
1: End right I'm also i am also realizing that if we ever do an episode where we like flip it on its head where you're a judge i'm I'm in so much trouble Christian i, I I'm never gonna know what you're gonna like and dislike, even though I've known you for quite a number of years, (laughs) I still have no idea what's inside your head. So thank goodness I have to impress somebody else.
0: It's a dangerous place inside my head. Trust me. Anyway. All right. Well, I am going to go into my third round. Um, You, your words were, and if I'm going back, it's merchandise that you have to be able to display or play with, right? Like that's what you would do you did not specify that it has to be displayed all year round. But one of my favorite Mm. things on a Christmas tree is an ornament and you've got to get a Disney ornament. That's why they have the Christmas stores open year round over at Disney Springs. You go over to the German pavilion in Epcot and they've got the Christmas store and it is amazing inside. I'm going with a Disney ornament as my must display something
2: pick. I like that. Um, I do think, that a disney ornament is appropriate it is open all year round for that reason so that you can get you an ornament when you do come to disney um and i know people who to find interesting and fun ways to display those ornaments all year round yeah so i like that pick
1: yeah and you can get them personalized you know mm-hmm. so there's there's a bunch of different options you can go with there i have several on my tree myself right i I don't really know a ton of people who don't. To be honest, to, to be honest with you. So, very nice job there at number three. All right, yeah. You, that.
0: Well, no, I got I got to say, you said. Oh, go ahead. You, I said you can get it personalized, like you said. They might actually spell Eric right. Uh,
1: <laughs> yep, maybe. <laughs> right, let's let's move on to round four, and this is one that must be practical. Something you can use to help you do something, right? I know that's a very vague explanation, but I'm sure when I give you the pick, uh, you're, you're going to understand how it's practical. And this is a combo. It's kind of um, uh, complementary goods, I guess would be the, the appropriate term for this. You want something you can display all year long and you see these things more often than not anymore. And whether or not that's an unfortunate thing is, oh, uh, well, we'll leave that up to the individual to decide, but you have got to go get yourself a personalized cell phone case coupled with a pop socket something practical uh, adriana might know this better than anybody when you're out there taking photos in the parks all day do you want a disposable camera no. no those are those are things of the past use your phone and have the pop socket so that way you're not you know first of all it's ergonomically sound to have a pop socket you're not doing all this and I know this is a podcast you can't see me twisting my hand around but (laughs) you're not doing all those end of range wrist motions that could get you injured you got the pop socket that rests nicely in between your fingers while you're taking pictures give me the cell phone case slash pop socket
0: combo as something practical in round four that that's a good one and the pop socket thing man that has just become such a craze and Disney was smart to jump on it and make sure they were branding their own. Adriana, what do you think of pop sockets and, of course, just the cell phone case in general?
2: Uh, you definitely need a good cell phone case. Uh, you definitely need a pop socket for multiple reasons. One, if you're trying to take pictures in general, or if you want to be a Disney, Instagram, or influencer, YouTuber, whatever you are. The pop socket helps you, you know, move around, do the things that you need to do for stability. It also is a lifesaver for people like me who are absolutely the clumsiest people in the world, and has <laughs> dropped their phone at Disney World several times on that hard, hot concrete, and the phone didn't break because you just got a good cell phone case with the pop socket. Because sometimes the pop socket saves you because you're like, Oh, I got it real quick.
0: <laughs> oh. Remember the, remember the, remember the days when you would drop your cell phone and the worst thing that could happen is the battery would pop out like, oh, <laughs> now, the good now, old days. <laughs> Now now you drop and it, it'll shatter, screen or shatter, but that case can help that. And the pop socket, like you said, it can be your last, your last grip saving grace of that making sure it doesn't happen is if you have that pop socket on the back. That is a good pick for you, Mr. Eric Pessolano. And I, in this round, am going to go with something that seems like it needs, you need one at some point in your life. You're going to need one and you can get them at Disney. Now the ones at Disney, you might not be able to put that much in because some of them are smaller than others, but you've got to get yourself a backpack at Disneyland, whether it's one of the lounge fly backpacks or a bigger one that you could actually put something in for once, which would be great. I'm going backpacks because I think it is something practical, right? And if, if you're a kid, you're going to go to, The, you know, you're going to go to school and you're going to have the coolest backpack after vacation because you have Mickey Mouse or, or baby Yoda or whoever, whoever it is. But at the same time, if you are an adult, like most of us, um, you can use it to go to the parks again and make it easier next time. We have a backpack that we take to the parks whenever we go to Disney World. We throw our hydro flasks in there so we don't have to carry them around all day. It's useful. It can still be used at the Disney parks. Backpacks, my number four pick.
1: A couple things with that pick. Number one, that's a good point about keeping the hydro flasks in a backpack because you never want to leave them somewhere and then walk away from it and then you know end up losing it. This is the first pick that you have made That was on a potential uh, selection list that I have. So none of your first three picks were on my list, but this one was, and I think you explained it better than I could have because I was struggling with, if I'm, if I have to pick this, how am I going to explain it? And I think you did a real good job with it.
0: Well, thank you. Good sir. Adriana, what do you think?
2: I think the backpack is, is an excellent pick. And I'm going to take it even further because the, what, what do the, If we're going to go on the route of like what the Instagrammers love, what the Disney girls love, you cannot go to a Disney park without a lounge fly or now everybody's talking about the Stony Clovers. Like it's a whole segment of merch that has been branded that like is a staple now. You got to be able to put your hydro flask in it because you need your water or whatever you put in your hydro flask. Um, (laughs) You have to have that on a Disney trip. You know, so I do practical the
0: backpack. Oh my gosh, that was amazing! That was that was amazing. <laughs> Whatever you put in it, it might be orange juice. You
2: never know, right? right? You never yeah.
0: really know. Oh my gotta goodness, get, gotta get that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's move on to our final round. This was Christian's idea, and I like it because this was uh something that I Thought about picking earlier, but I held off on it, hoping you wouldn't take it and you didn't. Um, so round five, the category is it's something that must fit in your pocket. And this is uh, a- another thing where I'm going to go technicality on you here, Christian, that while it may fit in your pocket, that's not where you're going to store it most of the time. And it's, it's something that um, helps expand the Disney community and it gets people talking and, and people sharing uh, the things they love about Disney. And I guess I can just go out here and, and say, it. You, you, you gotta get a pin, at least one. You have got to get yourself a Disney pin and it will open up a, a, a new world that you never thought was possible because it is now, much like the name tags the cast members wear in the city where they're from is a conversation piece, the Disney pins have become even more of a conversation piece between both cast members amongst uh, themselves and the cast members with the guests, the guests aren't wearing name tags, right? But a lot of them are wearing a lanyard with pins on it. And, you know, when I spent my time in Disneyland watching, I'm, I'm an analytical person, right? I'm always thinking critically about things and to watch a child scan through the pins on the lanyard of a cast member to decide what they're going to select. Uh, Looks like you're trying to figure out how to fill out a tax form a lot of the time, because they are such deep in thought about which pin they want to trade with. Uh, And, and again, it kind of goes back to the Mickey ears too so many different varieties and so many different things you can put on a pin. Um, And I've got a collection myself and I'm also very analytical about what I get. I'm just not willy nilly out there grabbing whatever pin. No, it's got a, represent me and everything I love about the Disney brand. Give me the pins at number five.
2: I, I totally agree. The pins, um, it's it's such a conversation piece. It's such a conversation starter. Um, there's so many memories wrapped around the pins. Um, you know, with Disney nostalgia and people who um, are just getting into the pins and then realize that there's a whole rhyme and reason to them. And uh, I love that you made the analogy of like children you know, figuring out what pen they want, it's like them trying to figure out a tax form, like that. It's so serious to them. It's one of their first real life lessons of like choices and decisions. And if I, you know, keep this one or trade that one, and they have a whole system to it. And I absolutely love pen trading, I do not have a pen collection. Uh, like I said, I, I don't like uh, to give things away. Um, so all of the pins that I do have are very sentimental and have uh, a lot of value for me and my memories. And like, that's the cool part. Cause like this pin probably cost me mm, a couple bucks, but for me, it means so much, you know?
1: And 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 I agree with that. I have never in my life traded a pin that I personally purchased because there's a reason I bought it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, there could be times when you buy, you know, a mystery pack or whatever, and then you end up with duplicates. And at that point, then, you know, that could right. be, I, I have I have yet somehow I have yet to get a duplicate. Uh, so uh, a lot of the ones that I ever traded were, you know, the ones that they give cast members out to trade and, and, and all that. But, yeah, same with me. I've never done it personally, but there is a whole community out there that does. Disney started Disney pin traders because it became so popular. It wasn't the other way around. They didn't start pin traders to get people to start doing it, it it started because other people started doing it themselves. So uh, just another one of the, the awesome ways that the, the guests can
0: influence uh, the brand itself. <sighs> I hate you. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a extensive, Pin collection, I probably have over 500 pins. Like, I've got, and and that is not extensive compared to people I've talked to. (laughs) I was talking to somebody and I was like, How many pins do you have on you? He's like, A thousand. I was like, On you? And he's like, Yeah, I've got 9,000 at home. I'm like, Okay. You've got every pin that's ever been created. That's amazing. But I still have my first pin that I ever got. It was a contemporary resort pin over at Walt Disney World. A little monorail hangs at the bottom of it. But there is an emotional connection to pins, right? And it might be the first pin you ever got traded. But you're right. The kids, man, they they are tactical with it. And when I was working in the parks, that's how I learned about rejection. Because the kids would come up to me and be like, no, nothing's good here and walk away. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna uh, all right. go I'm gonna go cry in the corner now. Like yeah. I just got rejected by a five-year-old.
2: <laughs> never felt more judged than when a small child assesses your pins <laughs> and decides there is nothing I need here.
1: <laughs> like that is just well, and, the, and the funny part about that, Christian, to your point, was those those pins uh, back when you and I were trading them when, when we were in the parks, they weren't even ours. They were <laughs> given to us to trade. And even when they tell you, no, nothing here, you still feel like, oh, mm-hmm. no, okay, yep. okay, I guess I'll go stand <laughs> over here. And I, I think I remember, I don't know if it's the specific person you were talking about, Christian, but I was with you. Uh, when somebody came up and, and traded pins with you when when we were working in the parks together and they had a whole book, right? It right, was yeah. like through pages of, you know, if you were trading baseball cards or whatever, and, and just, mm-hmm. just looking through the whole thing. So yeah. I, and and the other thing too, about the hotels, every time I go uh, to Disney world, whichever hotel I'm staying at, I grab a pin with that hotel's logo on it. So I have an entire collection of those as well. It's just the, the, the range that that there is with these things it very much makes it a a personalized experience.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do the same and I am sitting here trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to pick because (laughs) in my mind, I was like, there's no way Eric's a pin guy. I, I don't know. Um, but it's okay. I am going to pick the, I guess the thought I had when I created this topic. Um, there is something that most people, uh, put in their pocket because that's where they also put their keys. It's a keychain and the keychains of Disney are ever changing, right? You've got the food festival one, you've got the the, you know, Festival of the Arts one at Epcot and that's just in Epcot, right? Every single store, every single ride has some kind of keychain and I think it's a nice little knick-knack to have. You're not going to walk around with Disney pins in public most of the time i would say um or you're not going to take disney pins to school or to a job or you know i mean i do but it's just that's another thing um but um you are going to have a keychain on you and it's a it's a talking point right and so oh my gosh i love disney world check out this cool keychain i got honestly i was wanting to pick a pin this is kind of my fallback i don't know much to say about it but i think keychains are cool so i'm going keychains with my final pick eric
1: all right, way, way to sell it there, pal. Right, there you go. <laughs> Adriana, what do you think about a keychain?
2: Um, I do enjoy the keychains. I feel like maybe this is just my bias, every time I see a keychain, I'm like, I wish that was a pin. So I could put it on, <laughs> so put it on something. Um, but I do, I can see where, where you would be like, all right, this is something. I will say I thought as soon as you said something you could put in your pocket, I thought of something that neither one of you said. Ooh. The OG broke Disney souvenir, the pennies. Oh,
0: a press penny. Press penny. At, oh, son at, of a it gun.
2: 51 cent. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are more now, but <laughs> like five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> But like it's still cheap, and you're like, oh my god, you get to crank it. Like it's an experience. Maybe I'm old.
0: I literally, like, like, I literally have no. a pressed penny collection. I haven't touched it in a while, but I have one, and I didn't even think of that. This is why. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, I, I also have a pressed penny collection, and I, no, I didn't think about it. I probably still would have taken pins over it, but um, actually, I think there was a, a post the other day that the. I don't know if the company put it out or if it was um, a fan a fan blog site or whatever uh, that they've actually replaced a lot of the penny machines, the press penny machines with new ones with new molds. So this is not Ooh. this is not a, a, a generational thing uh, apparently. It, it it spans all of them because uh, they're putting in new ones. So they they still must be doing well.
2: So when I first started, Bippity Boppy broke. Um, it, it was very much like, okay, what, like, I want people to be able to find things that are less expensive than pins and stuff. And so I did start a press penny collection. Um, but I just like with collections, I have a terrible job. I, I, I do a terrible job of keeping up with things. Uh, so the pennies ended up in my pocket and never anywhere else. So I don't know where any of them are, <laughs> but I tried.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... I, had to go, I had to go buy the book with the sleeves in it just to make sure I kept there. I'm the same with you. There are a ton that I have lost over the years. I, I still have my base core collection. It's not very many. Should have been a lot more, but I definitely feel that.
0: Oh, that's such a good call. Like, oh my gosh, the press penny. That's such a good call. Well, that is going to be the end of our draft. And, you know, Adriana already hinted at one, right? The press penny, but if are there any other little souvenirs or maybe some merchandise f- apparel that you would have liked to have seen on this list that we didn't pick
2: oh i feel like the the land of disney merch uh, is so vast yes uh, <laughs> and i felt like you guys were going to pick a lot of things that i did not identify with but you did you picked all of the things that um that I enjoy. I do like a good mug. I, I love Funkos. I love the backpacks. Um, I, I guess it might be a good opportunity to talk about things that, that I maybe don't understand. Wishables. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get, like, why? <laughs> why are y'all trying to collect these little tiny stuffed animals that cost like $14 a pop? I'm exaggerating <laughs> but still. <laughs> like I just don't get it.
1: I, I don't either. I mean, I guess there's something for everyone, but, <laughs> and, and we are not part of that oh, everyone.
0: <laughs> that is, that is a gold, gold hot take right there though. I love that. <laughs> but, but that, that is a good point though. Stuffed animals, right? Stuffed animals are definitely a, a topic of, of souvenirs at Disney and Eric and I didn't choose that. So, but I'll, also I will agree with you. I don't understand some of the souvenir things, but here's what Disney understands that big old dollar sign. And as long as they're making it, they don't care what it looks like.
1: Absolutely. You know, an interesting point about press pennies, they had to get not, not Disney, but the press penny industry itself had to get special permission from the government to be able to do that because that's defacing money.
0: Yeah. You're uh, defacing us they, currency.
1: So they have, yeah, they I have a special exception to be able to do that, which is why you only see them in those type of machines. Like you, unless you have literally one of those machines, you can't go to like a store and just buy them from a retailer. Like mm-hmm. it has to be, has to be made or, you know, if, if they do sell it, it, it has to have special permission uh, from, from the U S government. So uh, that's, it's your historical fact of the day.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. All right. Well, Oh boy, I'm, I'm already not excited for this, but Eric run down the lists. Let's remind everyone what we chose and then we will get, to the big decision of which one of us won this episode.
1: All right. So we satisfied all the rules. We did not go outside of the realm. So I'm not going to recap what each round was about. So let's just go and and look at our five picks. So with me at number one, I took Mickey ears. Number two, the popcorn bucket. Number three, a Funko pop doll. At number four, the uh, cell phone case slash pop socket combo. Number five, pins. For Christian, you went t-shirt at number one. A mug at number two, Christmas ornament. At number three, backpack at four, keychain at five. Let's turn it over to Adriana. Adriana, who wins today's episode of Drafting the Magic?
2: Oh, wow. Okay, so listening to that list again, both, like, hit a lot of marks for me. But if I'm going to say, because I personally identify with the backpack so hard, the mugs so hard, um, but if I'm going to say, like, choose it off of things that I could not do without, I would say my ears and my Funko Pops. So Eric, although Christian, you were real (laughs) close. I think it's the Funko and the ears that's just sending it a touch over for me. Eric with a K, I am so sorry. You have (laughs) lived your whole life not being able to personalize things until now because people got with it and was like, hey, people have different names. But <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with you, Eric. You are the winner of this draft.
1: Oh, thank you so much. All the extra money I've had to spend for somebody to engrave my name and things rather than getting the one that's pre-made certainly paid <laughs> off here today. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> oh, oh, I'm my sure God. my money is lost along with some of my press pennies. Thank I- you for the win I'm able to close that gap just a little bit before our season finale next week, Christian.
0: Oh my gosh. I I will say this. I think this one was kind of a toss-up, right? Because the merchandise is so vast, so different. I'm not mad. I'm not sad. I'm a little sad. But I understand. I get why she chose you, which is different than sometimes when I don't understand why our judges chose you. This one makes sense. And Adriana, honestly, thank you so much for joining us. You were so much fun on the show today.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, this was truly, truly a fun experience. And I do hope um, that I can come back sometime because this was amazing.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, we,
1: we we definitely have to have you on again. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, ha- have, a, have a great start to the new year. And, and hopefully we will talk to you soon.
0: Yeah, everybody, make sure you go and follow her on Instagram. It is Bibbidi, Bobbidi, B-I-B-B-I-D-I-B-O-B-B-I-D-I underscore broke that is the the handle as it were and it honestly I mean I'm scrolling through her stuff right now she's got so much cool merchandise and it is not just Disney stuff she's got a bunch of different things but the important thing is Eric pointed out she knows where to wear the correct things <laughs> Adriana thank you so much for keeping stuff going on your Instagram it's a lot of fun to watch all the time
1: oh I needed that Oh, I needed that. I, I know I can't catch you uh for the rest of this season, but gosh, can I make the score look better than it was just a couple of weeks ago? And how much fun was Adriana on the show today? We we gotta have her back later.
0: Yeah, she was a lot of fun. She she brought a lot of personality to it. Um and and she was honest, right? You like you were saying, don't wear stuff to the other parks and you know, you know, and she was like, what's up with the wishables? I thought it was hilarious. I I do think that this is interesting. This is our very first time having a one-off. I won one, and then the streak was ended. We've officially ended this whole, there's at least a two-game streak. It's over. We're playing real. And you have a chance to, I mean, I mean look at the scoreboard. It's 11-9 to 9 right now. Um, I'm, That's not math at all. Good lord right? We haven't done 20. That's the, the possibility is, is there for it to still be 11 and nine it's 11 to eight going into our season finale next week. And it, it, she was great. The topic was tough, right? You, you made you think about, okay, what could I put in my pocket? And gosh, I'm still kicking myself over the press penny thing, but it was a good topic. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I think it was just a great show all around.
1: You talk about, uh, how good of a topic it was and how many things were eligible to be selected here. Think about back when snow white and the seven dwarfs first premiered in theaters and Walt Disney had the idea of making plush dolls and other merchandise tied to the movie. No one had ever done that before. He was the first one to come up with that idea. And here we are all these years later, all these decades later, and look at all the things you can buy and it's, it's, it's not just Disney, it's all these other companies and all the other movie studios. We talk about, you know, uh, DreamWorks and, and everything they're doing with Comcast and Universal and, and all the little things are, that are now tied to franchises, right? Merchandising has always been a thing. For those of you who've seen the movie Spaceballs, one of my favorite of all time, as Yogurt would say, merchandising. <laughs> I, I,
0: My chin it, day
1: thing. It, it's, it's, gives something for everybody, right? Uh, we talked about with the pins. You can go find a million different pins, something's going to match what you love. The Mickey ears were not always that way, but they also, at one point in time, weren't a thing. They used to just be Mickey ears. And now, yeah. like you mentioned, they're tied to all the different uh, intellectual properties. There's something for everybody. That's what made this so difficult. But, you know, without Walt figuring out that hey, I can I can sell stuff related to, to these franchises, we wouldn't have a show today. Honestly, a we would have never had jobs, and B we would have never had this podcast as as time goes on. So, um, and and it all all started with that idea. So fun idea for an episode today. Uh, good work, partner. That was a tough one. And yeah, now we're. Down to just one more.
0: We are down to one more. Before we sign off, though, I want to know, do you have any honorable mentions on this list? Because I have one in particular, but I want to see if you maybe lined up with me on it.
1: I, I do have one honorable mention. Um, it is tied specifically to Walt Disney World. Uh, um, okay. I, I did not mention the Magic Band. I, 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 The Magic Band, to me, is one of the most recognizable pieces of merchandise or even now memorabilia in Florida. It doesn't quite tie to both uh, regions. I don't want to say yet because I'm not sure it'll ever come come to California, but I love a magic band. You can get a bunch of different ones, you know, again, tied to your, your favorite character, your favorite place in, in Disney lore. Um, I, I had that on the list and other ones that I think maybe in the future may become a massive Seller lightsabers. I didn't. I, I didn't mention lightsabers at all. I think it's too niche, and it's weird saying that because you know Star Wars debuted in 1977. But as far as uh, memorabilia in Disney parks, it's it's really new. Like the actual lightsabers, not the not the plastic ones you can buy at Star Trader. <laughs> well, I was,
0: I, I was going to say that was, the, that was the kind of thought I had and we were talking about when you know something you could either display or play with I mean good lord you can either buy one for what is it like 25 bucks and build it your own and all that kind of stuff in, the, in Star Trader the plastic ones that you see kids beating each other with <laughs> or you can go to Galaxy's Edge and you can make a purchase of a lifetime spend $200 but get this quality looking piece and and you know you're always going to remember the moment of building it lightsabers were on the list other other things that i was kind of thinking of was like beer glasses and stuff like that i almost went beer Mm -hmm. glasses instead of coffee mugs but coffee mugs i think is more of a uh generally accepted thing. You don't see near, you don't see a whole wall of beer glasses at, 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 but I mean, you can go to Epcot and they've got different styles from around the world. So I mean, that's kind of cool. But yeah, the lightsaber one was really my like, Oh, I might go lightsaber, but I I'd rather go with something that people are actually going to like, everyone's going to try to get an ornament, right? Like what, you know, you know, if, if you have a tree and stuff like that, lightsabers, all the moms might not grab a lightsaber when they go to Disneyland.
1: Yeah. There's a lot that will, but you're right. Not probably not all of them. I, the one thing that just popped into my head that I didn't even think of, that is probably a good one. When you talk about the lightsaber experience, a ride photo.
0: Yeah. I I thought about that.
1: And and, you know, for, for preserving memories and you can get a frame uh, to go with it. Um, That that would be, you know, that's, that's even more uh, personalized than anything else. So yeah, there's, we could talk for hours on this. I I know today's show was, there was a lot to talk about and that's why we've run a little long here, but I, I, hopefully everybody has their own, their own input on this and, and Hey, you know, what would you have, have chosen? Uh, You can send your thoughts to us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at drafting the magic and on Twitter at drafting magic. Let us know what uh, what type of things did we miss. Adriana said there were a lot of things that we didn't select, and the list was going to be very long for her to, to repeat to us. But, but what are some of the things that you like? We'll, we'll share it in our story uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and and uh, we'll, we'll get that ball rolling.
0: And I'll take all the flack for not having taken pressed pennies. It's, I understand. I'm I am beating myself up for it, so y'all can throw me out <laughs> into the wind on Facebook as well. And next week, Eric, it's our last show. This is
1: it. It's our season one finale. Somehow these podcast platforms let us have 20 episodes. Uh, apparently people are listening. That's yep. all we can ask
0: for. Apparently they're listening, and we are so thankful for it. You're going to give the people any bit of a tease for next week, or are we just going to have one of those classic Eric Pessolano no tease, no hints, Gotta stay tuned.
1: You know, it's it's a new year. It's a new me. No, it isn't. No, 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 it's not. No, I'm keeping it tight <laughs> to the chest. I'm
0: oh. not letting anybody know
1: what it is just now.
0: I would expect nothing less, but I know this. Whoever wins that last episode is going to be able to hold on to that victory for quite some time. So trust me, I'm bringing my A game next week.
1: A lot of work to do for both of us. Let's see if if it's going to be closer by the end of the season or if you're going to pull your lead back out to four.
0: We'll see.